Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast with me, Dan Roebuck. On today's show, we're gearing up for the first North London derby of the season. Lee Dixon remembers some of his highs and lows from the fixture. James Olley takes us through his 10 years of covering the derby for the London Evening Standard. But let's kick off with Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry had a special relationship with the North London derby. Here are some of his best memories from playing in the fixture. I can say that, yeah. I would never lose uh, against Tottenham uh, with an Arsenal shirt on. I mean, it's, as I said to you, putting that shirt on, you, you kind of realise what it is to play against Tottenham. And it's the same for them, playing against us. And I, I, It wasn't possible for me. I just wouldn't have taken that. I don't know. I mean, losing against Chelsea, you know, was hurtful and against United too. But uh, I just, I just couldn't picture myself wearing an Arsenal jersey and with the team losing against Tottenham. Even in the dream, I would have had to wake up. You know what? I said to you, the likes of Tony Adams and Lee Dixon, you know, and 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 when you have Pat Rice in the dressing room and Paul Johnson and all those guys that, that Arsenal like. Till they died, they will support Arsenal, so they let you know. But it kind of, the first time, you know, whatever. But then, I don't know, it grew into me. I used to love to play against them. Uh, I don't know, I, I can't explain it. And I mean, every, everybody always will talk about the goal that I scored, you know, that the one that I, that I particularly like, it's the one that when they were five points ahead of us, I don't know if you remember, five or four points, five points ahead of us or whatever. And I always remember that they apparently didn't see that an Arsenal player was down uh, and they carried on playing and they scored at our place. And then I came on. The boss gave me a rest again that day. Uh, I actually don't know why. I was so mad. That's the way it was. It was the boss. But then I came on and I scored the equaliser. If Arsenal don't recover in this last 10 minutes, it's hard to see them qualifying through the league. But it's Adibayor. And it's Thierry Henry, and Henry is magnificent! It's absolutely magnificent! 
when you need a goal, you need Thierry Henry. And Arsenal are on level terms. And Thierry Henry, even by his standards, has scored a magnificent and crucial goal. For me, that goal was huge because if they had won that day at our place, first of all, winning the last derby game at Ibury, that would have been a killer for me. If they had won that day at Ibury last year, no, 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 that's, I wouldn't have taken that well. And um, I think they would have finished fourth because it was only, what, four games to go or five games to go at that time. And I think them winning at our place would have given them a lift. And I don't think they would have uh, lost some points after. I don't think so. So that was always a goal that's going to stay for me, a special one playing against Spurs. But as I said to you, it did grow into me. Henri, chance of a breakout. Will Tour to his right, Bergkamp to his left. They'll do well to catch up with Thierry Henri, though. He stripped it away from Carr. Henri! solo goal by Thierry Henry. A long-distance goal followed by a long-distance celebration. And Arsenal are back in the goal-scoring business after their midweek blank. Henry's been short of a goal or two just recently. But look at the confidence as he breaks from inside his own half, shrugging off Edrington, stepping away from Carr and from King and picking his spot. He had options. But he had eyes for only one thing, the back of Casey Keller's net. Thierry Henry moves into double figures for the season. Sometimes you got to react to what you have in front of you. So that's all I did. And I would have been upset. I think we played a game in midweek before the Tottenham game against uh, Eindhoven in the Champions League. And I had a, quite of a similar run. And I gave the ball. That wasn't the wrong thing to do, but I thought I could have scored. So I said to myself, if I ever have another opportunity, I think I will try to have a go. And the same thing happened on the, at the weekend against Tottenham. But then I would have been upset if I didn't score because Dennis was alone right on the side. So I think, thank God, I did finish that one because Dennis would have killed me. It's one, I would say, it's my favourite picture. Why? Because you see me from the back wearing my, the Arsenal jersey and, and all the Tottenham fans. And you see a lot of different expressions. A lot, a lot of different expressions. Uh, and it's just, just great being there, you know, at library, uh, in front of them. Uh, that was just, um, just amazing. Arsenal are the champions in amazing circumstances. The championship is won at White Hart Lane by Spurs' most bitter rivals, but it's uh, Arsenal a bit bitter at the end. You know, some of the securities and the guys, please, if you win the league, you know, because you need a draw or win to be mathematically champion, so please do not celebrate there. And to be fair, everybody said, OK, we understand, that's going to create chaos or, or whatever, whatever. But then, I mean, I'm not going to, to go back out there, how they got their penalty at the end of the game. But uh, I remember Tariko jumping around and, and he got a cramp out of it, by the way. Jumping around and celebrating it, like celebrating a draw, first of all, that tells you their standard. Celebrating a draw. And I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? And he went, yeah, jumping in front of me. I said, do you realize that we needed a point to be champion at your place? And he was talking, talking, and I said, watch me after the game.
And that's the way it is, the game. If you act strong, be strong at the end. So I said to, I remember at the end of the game, everybody was like, do not celebrate. I said, what? I will celebrate. And you will see how much it's going to hurt them. And I had to celebrate. I mean, they were celebrating a draw and coming in, in front of me, like jumping around like they want something. So I said, okay, we were not supposed to celebrate, but now I'm going to celebrate with my fans. And I, to be honest, I just went to the corner and, and we did celebrate. We didn't do anything bad, we just did celebrate. I mean, at the end of the day, we did celebrate the title also at, uh, at Old Trafford. I wouldn't mind a team celebrate the title if they ever clinch it at, the, at Ibury or, or at the Emirates. I mean, it is normal, but we were not supposed to celebrate it. But then I just couldn't take that. So I did have to celebrate. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. James Ollie of the London Evening Standard joins me to talk about North London derbies. Uh, James, obviously you've been covering Arsenal games for the Standard for over a decade, but before that, everyone knows Arsenal-Tottenham, massive game. Did you realise just how fierce the rivalry was and still is? Well, it's one of those things, isn't it, that in the sort of visceral experience of a derby, you only really get it when you're in the stadium and... You know, you see it on TV and you're aware of it growing up, of the rivalry between the two sides. But it's only really when I when I started going to these games and just being in the ground and hearing two and a half, three thousand fans trying to out-battle 35,000 fans at White Hart Lane or vice versa at Highbury and then here, the Emirates. You know, it's then when it really brings it home. Obviously, the rivalry has changed a little bit because when you first started covering Arsenal, Arsenal were very much the team in the ascendancy. That's changed recently. But at the time, Spurs were always underdogs, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, it was three-point lane, wasn't it? I mean, that was, that was the old adage that, you know, Arsenal, I think, wherever they played, whatever the context of the game was, I think they fancied their chances to, that they would, they would win out. And, um, you know, obviously the two teams are much closer together now. But I think back then there was certainly an inferiority complex among probably some Spurs fans, if they're honest as well. But certainly the team and successive managers, I think, kind of saw Arsenal as a bit of a benchmark to try and ultimately surpass. Obviously, for this generation, the game that most people will remember will be the title-winning game at White Hart Lane in the 03-04 campaign. Spurs fans obviously had their nose rubbed in it that day because the Gunners won the title. And at that stage, as we mentioned previously, Tottenham were always second best. Any games that stick out in your mind from that sort of era, the sort of noughties through to the end of that particular decade? Well, I remember the 5-4 at White Hart Lane. I didn't cover that game, but I watched it and was just utterly enthralled by it. Just a crazy game of football that, you know, both teams just throwing caution to the wind and the nine-goal thriller. I remember the 4-4 here um, at the Emirates. I think that was Harry Redknapp's first game in charge. Again, similar sort of story, but some fantastic attacking play. And really, I think when you see these two teams at their best, both sides are, you know, like to be on the front foot. They like to go and really sort of establish themselves and impress themselves on opponents. Um, and when you see two sides doing that in the same 90 minutes, it's always a humdinger. Just generally on London derbies, I know North London derby is the biggest one as far as we're concerned, but does it hamper London teams when it comes to winning the title? It's something that's been trotted out before. Is that really a thing? Look, I always think there's two ways of looking at this. One is the, the sort of historic idea that, you know, you raise your game when you're playing a local rival and by definition those games are more intense than more more draining really but I think also the flip side is that they don't have to travel as far 
And, you know, when you throw in European football as well and, and the kind of travel times that are often off the back of Europa League going into the weekend when, you you know, you might only have 48 hours or even less sometimes to turn around a, a team for a Sunday game. The fact that those London games, and they are, you know, we've had runs of games here at Arsenal where they haven't left the capital for sort of a few weeks. You know, they've played here and then they've had three or four London derbies mixed in with maybe an international break or whatever. But um, So I think it's a double-edged sword. Um, in terms of a, a shift in power, we hate to say it because we are the Arsenal Weekly Podcast here, but has there been a bit of a shift? Is it more even now? Are Spurs a better side? You can't be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they probably are at the moment. You know, the sheer fact that they've finished higher the last two seasons, I think, tells you that. Um, the gap has obviously closed over time. I think what's interesting is that this Tottenham team, arguably, is it's Zenith at the moment. Um, and, you know, and people are very quick to write them off, off the back of losing to Man City and the kind of mood around the place at the moment. But it's interesting for Tottenham because I think that where Arsenal can get some comfort is the fact that they've been through this stadium issue. They've come out the other side, finances have recovered, mm-hmm. and, and Spurs are about to undergo that process. And when you hear stories about you know the project running £237 million, I think it is over budget, and obviously they didn't sign anyone in the summer. Whispers won't go away about the manager maybe leaving. You know, there's a difficult time ahead for Spurs. So while the gap is certainly closed and, and you could argue that Tottenham are arguably the better team at the moment, I think there'll be a few Arsenal fans thinking there's some fun games around the corner for Spurs. Yeah, can you see Arsenal-Tottenham ever being a defining Premier League game? I and mean, we've talked on the podcast different rivals, Manchester United obviously from a few years ago, Chelsea more recently. Could you see a situation, talk about Spurs going to the new stadium, two fantastic stadiums in London. Can you see the Spur, the North London derby being the game in the Premier League or Manchester City and Liverpool United will never be that way? What do you think the future of the fixture is? Is it just going to be a local scrap or is it going to be well, elevated? I think it will always be, it will probably always be a top four defining game. It's difficult to sort of sit here and say that, you know, with Manchester City and just the, the money that they've got, they will sort of become an irrelevance. It's quite hard to imagine. Even a team like Chelsea, obviously another very wealthy side, who've had, you know, they finished 10th, obviously, that a couple of years ago. But they're always in and about the title race. Um, you know, the challenge really for Arsenal is, and Spurs in a way, is to go from thinking about top four to actually getting back to challenging for the title back in Arsenal's case. Get there really for the first time for Tottenham for a long time to actually challenge for the title. So, no, I mean, it's still a very important game, and I think it's a game that makes the whole of England stop and take note, and I think that will continue for a long time to come. But it's just the sheer amount of money that Manchester City and United as well, of course, can invest, but will keep them at the top of the game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Lee Dixon was introduced to the importance of the North London Derby as soon as he joined us in 1988. Here he is telling us about his first Derby experience and some ups and downs afterwards. Literally, Tony Adams and Michael Thomas and Dave Rocastle literally had me up against the wall by the throat, basically telling me that if I didn't pull my finger out and beat Tottenham seemingly on my own, <laughs> then they'd be hell to pay. You know, it was like I was right. Does it really mean that much? It's like they were just because they were North London, or you know, they were London boys. Paul Davis, you know, it was like, you don't understand, we can't lose this game. And it was like, and I really got it early on, how much it meant to the players. And then you run out on the pitch and you, you realise what it means to the fans as well. But, I, you know, I think that has been diluted again over the years because you don't have that feeling for the club and the, the rivalry when you're not from, you know, not, my, my feeling for it was probably a bit less than the North London lads. And likewise, a foreign player would be a little bit less than, than perhaps me. But it's, um, it's still a big game. And, um, and obviously, with the resurrection of Tottenham as a force um, in the Premier League, it's got a bit more spice than perhaps it did over the last few years. Here's Parler. Oh, and Dixon has brought Edinburgh down. Lee Dixon, who was booked in the first half. And if that's another yellow card, he's off. Lee Dixon is sent off at Wembley. Because of that, we'll miss the League Cup final in two weeks' time. And Arsenal have to play it out here with ten men. Yeah, it was uh, a silly challenge on the halfway line against Justin Edinburgh and got the red card, which kept me out of the um, League Cup against yeah two weeks later. Because I remember the final being two weeks after the semi-final. I remember before the game asking Gary Lewin, if you got sent off today because it was always a two-week uh, period the red card would count in. I said, you get two weeks today, is the cup final, isn't it? And Gary went, yeah, yeah, so don't get sent off today. I was like, no, right, just one. <laughs> so I got booked in the first half. I, in the corner, Naeem, yeah, him, down in the corner flag, got a booking, and then, then I made me to a stupid challenge. and got, a, got a, I knew I was off as soon as I went in for it. And as I'm walking off, I'm thinking, oh, well done, cup final. I said to the ref, thanks, just missed the cup final now. But I, luckily I had the bonus of playing in the FA Cup final, which we won. Merson takes. Adams! Well, he scored in the quarter-final, and maybe now he's settled the semi-final. We're just inside the last ten minutes, and Adams got in, Linigan was there as well, and Tottenham had no answer. Yeah, it was revenge. Um... And I think we played him again, didn't we, at Old Trafford a few years later in the semi-final? Yeah, I remember. And we won that one as well. So, um, yeah, it was it was a nice a nice revenge because it was um, we took a lot of stick 
for a couple of years because that was all they had to cheer about was that semi-final so we actually managed to make the Arsenal a bit more dominant. He's done it this time! What an extraordinary way to win the title. When an irresistible force meets an old immovable object, something's got to give. Roebuck versus. Yes, once again, it is Roebuck versus, and today, my good self, Dan Roebuck, will take on uh, Nick Bright, who is our Arsenal Nation presenter, of course, on match days. Uh, and Liam is here, the quizmaster, as per usual, to tell us what quiz we face this week. Uh, first of all, Nick, hello. Hello. Uh, secondly, Liam, or yours? Okay, so it's the North London Derby special this week, so we're going to do. I called it North London Derby ABC. Okay. So Premier League era only, yeah. Premier League games only. Yeah. We're going to yeah. go through the alphabet. Okay. And I want to know goal scorers in North London Derby games, Arsenal and Tottenham. Okay, Arsenal and Tottenham. So we'll start at A. Dan, you'll give me one. Nick, you'll give me one. Yeah. We've got two lives. Okay. So if you don't know, you can either have a free pass yeah. or you can ask me for a clue. What, what if we get one wrong? You're out. That's you're it. out. So you're you've out. Got sudden oh death. So if you, okay. if you okay. get one wrong, okay. then your opponent has okay. to get one right He's to carry a on. Torturer. This, this man. Is, this is terrible. I love, this is my favourite. Okay. Part so, so we're going to start with A. Start with A, and I'll tell you already. A. There are nine possible answers. So okay. if either of you out on A, then okay, we're done. Right. Do you, want me, do you want me to go first? You can go first if you want. Because it's Premier League games only. Premier League games only. Oh my God! I'm very nervous. Okay. A. Deli Ali. Correct. Deli Alley. <laughs> so you've gone to the dark side for your first one. That's unbelievable. It's so hard. Um, Emmanuel Adibayor. Correct. Score for both teams. Oh, that's a good yes. one. Do I get a bonus point for that? No. 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 Okay. So we're on to B. B. How many B are there? Six. 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 Bs. So Arsenal and Tottenham, North London Derby, Bs. Bs. God, this is difficult. This is so hard just to think of players full stop. I'm trying to think of Arsenal players that even start with B. Yeah. And my mind goes blank yeah. every single time I do these quizzes. I can't even think of any Bs. It's a bit unforgivable if you don't get a B. Unforgivable. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it will be. Yeah, I've, I've got one. I've got one. Yes. Yeah. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. That means it's Absolutely. a very famous very, player. Very famous. You can have a pay. You can use one of your lies if you want. No, I can get a clue. There's, there's clues well, as well. I don't know. Are clues allowed? Clue no, clue is a lie. Oh, clue yeah. is a lie. Clue is a lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but once I'm feeling quite comfortable. Nick can come on the show more often. This is so hard. There's people screaming at this right now, though, who are listening to this. You know, yeah. you can have a Tottenham player. If you're more comfortable talking about Tottenham, Nick, I don't know. I don't know what you do in your spare time. Is Tottenham your thing, usually? <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm literally <laughs> struggling to just think of any players have here. Pass. Have a pass. I really should have said Tony Adams for A. You should have. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a bit of a flop. Yeah. I'll use a pass. Okay, so you've used one life. Okay, and my B is Dennis Bergkamp. Correct. Come on. The, the master. Nicholas Bentner. Bentner. Oh. Berbatov. Bentley. Oh. Bent. David Bentley. Did Bentley score for both or just one? Just one. Just one. Bale. Oh, Gareth Bale. God. You know, okay. some players so. that aren't well known, I granted, but you know. <laughs> okay, so C, there's three. There's only three. Okay, there's only three Cs. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, am I, I mean, is it me to go first? Well, take your time. You know, don't rush into it. Yeah. Is it me first? Yeah, let's okay. flop this time. Okay. Um, C, if there's only three C's in the Premier League that have scored, well, the obvious one to mention would be Sol Campbell, and I can't remember if Sol scored against Spurs. I'm trying to think if he did. I um, want to jump in, but I, I fear I, that... I, I'm going to have to take a life on this okay, one. What life do you want? Do you want a free pass or a clue? 
Oh, I see. Um, I'll have a free pass. Free pass. Free okay. pass. I can't do a free pass because no. I've already no, you've used got a clue. Yeah, no, you you've got a clue. clue. So what happens if I use a clue though? That's it. Then you. Then, then, you, then you've had your two lives. Oh my god! No, I don't want to do that yet. You might have to. You might have to. Three. There's only three C's. Sol Campbell might be one of them. No, I don't. I can't remember him scoring. He might have scored four Tottenham against Arsenal. That's the irony of it all. I know he scored against Chelsea in his Tottenham days. Um, but, I don't know. It's like Ashley Cole as well. Did he score? Did he score in all I'm going in, Ashley Cole. I'm going in with it. No, I don't think he did. He didn't score any goals for Arsenal. Are you sure you want to go with Ashley Cole? No, no don't do this to me. Because <laughs> there's Kevin Campbell as well. Oh, Kev Campbell. I'm so going Kevin Campbell. Kevin Campbell. Are you sure you don't oh, want to go for a clue? Are you sure I shouldn't just give you a clue to... to... I feel like you're trying to help me yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, go on, give me a clue. Okay. Not that it'll help. Got a famous song. Du, 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 du. Oh, Robin Van Persie. That doesn't mean we see. Spanish. Ah, yes. Central midfielder, two-footed. Lovely oh, man. of course, Santi Cazorla. Yes, yes. Oh. See, see, I was okay. going to go for Santi Cazorla, but I, I put that as an okay. S rather than a C. Don't, don't you know? I said second names, didn't I? Just for the record, did Kevin Campbell or Sol no, Campbell or actually no, Cole score? No. <laughs> oh my Who were the other Cs? Chadley. Oh, NASA Chadley. Shamak! Yeah. Okay, D. So, one life for Dan. You can have a clue. Nothing for Nick. So, we've. One to D. I'm impressed that we've got to D. Uh, this to is unbelievable. I'm D, impressed. there's only two players. Oh, my oh. God. Does Delhi D, count? OK, OK, <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go for it. I, I could oh hand you God. the win, but I'm going to go for it. Gordon Jury. Premier League era. Didn't he play in the Premier League? Is that 80s? I'm showing my age now. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Sure you it. don't want to go with a clue? Go on, then, I'll give you a clue. Give me a clue. Okay. I have to edit this out. I'll have a clue, please, Liam. Um, <laughs> um, he played for Leicester afterwards. And actually scored a four Leicester the day of the Invincibles. Ah, oh, Paul Dickoff. Correct. Ah, oh. so well that means I'm screwed here because. So we both have our lifelines. So it, we're down yeah, sudden no, death. Sudden death. Now. Yeah, but I've got to come up with a D now. Yeah. And there's oh, only really? one more, and he plays for Tottenham. Good jury now. Um, I'd give you a clue if I could do, but a Davis. I was in Gordon Davis. That's the wrong era. <laughs> Who did you think it was? Um. I don't know. Go on. It's Jermaine Defoe. Oh, oh man. Ro Robot gets the win. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well played, That's Nick. Outrageous. Well played, sir. Well Mate. played. Not really. We were both useless, but I was best of a bad bunch. Yeah. That, Again. That is probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my adult life. That that is that was brutal. It was not an easy game. You're at Arsenal Football Club, it's going to be big pressure. Take the positives and, you know, look at the next game. I think we showed great determination. At the end of the day, we're able to get a result. Get behind each other and stick together. In the end, uh, it's, it's something that's going to give you points. The final word. The final word this week belongs to the Iceman, Dennis Bergkamp, with his thoughts on being a foreign import introduced to the derby. You know as a player, those are special games. Whether you play in Holland, when you play Ajax against Feyenoord, which isn't really a derby because it's two different cities. Then you got a big one in Italy, of course, in, in Milan with Inter and AC, which was more massive, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of noise and everything. But this was typical English. The games against Spurs were... The, you, you don't realise what's happening then. It's not hate, there is respect, but it's so much opposite. And uh, they're really opposite each other, those fans and clubs and... 
yeah, when you experience that, and especially the week leading up to that game, you get reminded by a lot of people of that game. And yeah, in the end, you play that game with such passion and, and you just want to do well and you want to make a difference. And, and when you do that, yeah, you get those celebrations that I did, which is not really Burkamp-like, but it's, uh, it's something special, those games. And, uh, and you want to do well in it. And uh, yeah, the biggest one was, of course, when, uh, when Saul Campbell came to Arsenal. And uh, we played away at White Hart Lane, and uh, yeah, that was the biggest one. <laughs> that was, it just makes you smile when when you're on the pitch and you hear that noise and towards him, and all credit to him and how he dealt with it because that was uh, that was something else. Well, that's full time on today's pod. Thanks to all of our contributors, you can help us out by subscribing to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode. And while you're there, why not leave us a review and five-star rating? On the next episode, we'll be looking at another fierce rivalry, this time against Manchester United. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.